We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome to Paranormal, the new normal. I'm your host, Jeremy, and I know it's been a while since I've been here doing a regular interview, but I'm glad to be back for all my listeners. And I'm joined by a very special guest tonight, as always. We're going to try to make the world a little more normal, like always. Does it ever work? No, but we keep trying. A hundred and something episodes in, we keep trying. But my guest tonight is William Patrick, psychic medium, tarot reader, intuitive empath, and so much more. That's just all I can fit in the heading, but <laughs> but we'll get on into all that in the next hour or so. But first things first, how are you doing tonight, Will? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself, Jeremy? Eh, I get to come back to this show as, with one of my regular episodes. I can't complain. I really just can't. It's awesome. always a it's always a nice thing. So, but first question I ask everybody on this show is. What brought you into the paranormal spiritual world? Like, what brought you down this path? Yeah, it happened when my mom passed away. That's when I really got into it more. Like, a lot of stuff happened when I was younger, but it was, like, few and far between. Like, what happened, then go away. But when my mom passed in 2013, um, she gave me a sign to meditate. So the med- the meditation became my foundation of really everything. Um, and from there... Um, after that sign for meditate to meditate from her, um, six months later I was astral traveling. So that was like the big shift into this world, into the real world, rather. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, the real world. But all right, well, I mean, it, it's kind of a sad way to get there, but it it, it happens more than not from what I from what I've been told. Yeah, I'm sure. And it all depends how you look at it because there is no real death as we're, as we're talking about paranormal and like the real world. There really is no death. It's just a transition to somewhere else, you know. Exactly. I mean, well, depending on your belief systems. But yes, I mean, it's right. definitely a 
I believe it's a transcendental transcendent ride to some other dimension where it's basically a DMV waiting room waiting to come back down. Right. But, but all right. And the second question I ask everybody, and with mediums, this is usually a easy question to answer, but have you had any paranormal experiences such as, of course, spirits and ghosts? Or even oh, yeah. Wild- oh, definitely. Or- definitely. <laughs> um, you know what? Like, I communicate with spirits all the time, obviously, but um, one uh, experience I had that will be interesting to your audience and yourself is, um, uh, as far as that goes, I saw um, a shadow person uh, came into my bedroom. I don't know if you've ever heard of shadow people. That was before. That's what was before I was doing. I was doing this, but I, I, I might have been doing it a little, a little bit actually. Uh, uh, I take that back. It was after I started meditating and astral traveling, uh, but it wasn't um, while I was like in business. Okay. Yeah. So that's, thinking back, that was probably 2015 or something. Getting the dates right, but yeah, that was inter- that was that was a really interesting experience. Yeah. Did so. Did the shadow being just walk in and just stand there and stare, kind of, or did yep. just, yeah, came into I, my bedroom, came right at the door of my bedroom, and I looked, I looked at the, I looked at the shadow, the shadow person. I didn't know what it was at the time until I like looked it up and found that it was very common. Um, it just looked at me, and I didn't really, I didn't feel scared at all. I was just like, just looked back at it, and I was like, oh wow, I was like, that's interesting, and. Uh, he went, he started to go like, went like this and went into my wall. And there was like checkered, there was white in white there too. And went right into my wall, like turned into like, um, kind of like a spiral. Okay. I, from other podcasts I listen to, I've heard a lot of shadow person stories. I have never heard of that. And that is incredible that you saw that because that. I mean, it's been hypothesized many times that shadow people are interdimensional and they just, or they're just pale images of another dimension that we can see right. somehow. Right. So that right there just makes that make so much more logic to it, like so much more sense to it that they maybe it was going back to its own dimension. I mean, who knows why they come here? I mean, whether they feed off the fear they cause or they fear they feed off our happiness. Like some people think, who knows? I mean, it's just. Right. It's amazing how common it is. It's like, I had no idea. I was like, what was that? And I started looking it up on the internet and it's so like so many people have uh, seen it um, from, from um, like, gr- like no, just kind of neutral experiences or good experiences to like not good experiences. Yeah, exactly. And what's going on, Anthony? Glad to see you watching, buddy. And have your shop people uh, ever gone through a portal on the wall by chance? Because we we have two cases of it here, then we could easily prove something. But need to have at least a couple cases out of that get some added down in history. But I mean, so where where do you think shop people come from? I think they're interdimensional. Um, I think there was a theory that. Um, they put like a suit on that could be like someone from another dimension or even even from uh, another space and time, maybe time traveling. That that's possible as well. Yeah, I've heard that theory too. And I mean, but why would they come up as shadows though? Like, why wouldn't they just look like humans if they're time traveling? Like, that's the part that mystifies me about that. 
I would think probably to go undetected. Maybe that's only the first thing that came to my mind. Even though they don't, they don't seem like they don't go undetected because they sneak into people's bedrooms all the time. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, I've, I've, in my house has that. People have seen them in my house before. I never have, but people have seen them in my house besides me. And I mean, it's just, I don't know. I have, I always have this theory that it's part of the evolution of being a spirit stuck on Earth. That yeah, a shower, yeah. A sh- yeah. I always had I had a theory that a shower person was like the middle evolution stage before full body apparition. So yeah, I mean that's that's certainly possible. I mean it's it's kind of like the unknown. I never really I, tapped into it. Like at, I never really even asked Sparrow. I never really. I kind of like put it in the back of my mind. But um, another thing that happened was like when I was really young. Um, I saw like a being of light. I always thought it was Mother Mary because it was a woman. Being of light came to my door as well. Huh. You know, so that was interesting. That was the first, first thing that happened to me when I was really young, probably. I, I have four, five, six, something like that. Probably six, yeah. Interesting. And I mean, do you now think it was possibly an angel or something or? Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been an angel. Um, definitely a messenger. I put the I put Mother Mary definition on it, but mm. I'm not really 100 percent sure. Interesting. That's yeah. I mean, I that's something I never experienced. Actual being a light. That's something I always kind of wanted to experience, but it just never happened. So, but in, and yes, Anthony, I've heard of shot people in for in the woods in the forest. Also, like it's it happens there as well. I can't explain why they want to be there because I don't want to be in the woods or forest, but. <laughs> To each their own, even the creatures of the paranormal. But right. so, when did you start? Because when did you start being a psychic medium? Uh, about two years ago. About two years ago, I started. Um, what happened was I um, I was seeing a psychic of my own, and I was telling him about my astral, astral travel experience, where I went into different spirit worlds. And uh, met with like these three little guys who took me like a, basically a tour of the universe. Um, and she's like, yeah, you have some sort of gift. Why don't you explore it? So she gave me a meditation to do, uh, like a two-week meditation to do every night. Around the second week, I'm meditating. And uh, I see my, my friend's dad like comes right into my space. And he's like, uh, they call me Billy. They're like, Billy. He's like, Billy, Billy. So, um, he, the, my friend's dad will pass. So I was like, oh my God. I was like, wow. And then, um, later that day, um, or the next day I'm driving, I'm, I'm from Rhode Island. I was driving to Massachusetts. He comes back in along with my uncle's mom who passed, um, my uncle from like through marriage. She came in, she showed me rosary beads and, and it was like, it was a little overwhelming. So it was like, everyone back up. So, um, <laughs> so they went away when I did that, but, um, so then I told the psychic that was, you know, we were trying to figure out what my gifts were. She's like, yeah, you have the gift. You're definitely an empath, obviously. And you have the gift of, uh, mediumship. She said, you should explore that, you know, develop that. So then I started taking courses and then I started practicing on my friends during the courses and um, then I was like, wow, I was like, I can actually, I can actually do this. So um, then I opened up, uh, opened up a business. So. Interesting. Interesting. And, 
It's I'm, I'm actually from Massachusetts. What you see behind me is Massachusetts. So oh 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 I did oh oh cool all right yeah I live up in uh I guess North Central Massachusetts be the best way to put it but North Central like Springfield area more east than that but yeah I was driving to Marlboro Mass that's where I was going <laughs> I actually have a lot of family there oh no way. Yeah, uh, that's actually where my family first when my family first moved up here. That's where they that's the town they w- lived in, and they oh, still cool. live in for like thirty years now. But, oh no way! Nice. Yeah, <laughs> but well, let me. Whenever I have a medium on psychic on, I like to ask this these this kind of two part question. It's always a good answer, I think. What was the one experience that had you the most frightened as a medium? Like, what was the experience that actually had you being like, "Oh my god"? Frightened. Um, surprised, frightened, shocked. I mean, pick your adjective if you're honestly. I like, I, I'm, I, I, my protection is really high, so anything like that won't come in. So, I never had like any kind of like really negative experience. Um, basically, I clear the room, like, and it's almost like a like almost like a threat to, to anything that's negative. to you better get out. You know what I mean. You better get out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll mess you up if you, if you like come into my space. You know what I mean. It's kind of like that. Like, yeah. so, um, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I have angels protecting me. I have Archangel Michael protecting me. Like, I really lock down the space, and I have like a team of of guys that like will 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 interview the the spirit before it comes in. So I don't really have anything like shocking like that. But it just shocks me all the time. It still shocks me today, like, when I'm doing a reading of the things that I know, you know? Um, the things I find out, the confirmations, like, that's always, like, wow. It's like, still to this day, I'm like, wow, how did I, I – even though I'm doing it all the time, it's like, how did I know that? Especially during mediumship. <laughs> all right. And the second part of that question I always ask is, have you ever had like a reading or done a job for somebody as, as as a medium that has brought you to like physical tears, like something that was just so heartbreaking or something that was just so tragic? No, because I'm usually consoling the person sitting with me that like most of my clients, I would say probably 90% of my clients, 95% maybe cry during the um, reading. So I'm usually consoling them it's not that um, I, I really have it together because I'm. Uh, I feel like I need to hold space for that person. Like I don't want to like stop break down cry. You know what I mean? Like I need to hold space yeah. and be strong during during that um, during that reading. That yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. I respect that. All right. Well, gonna ask you one more question about being medium, then I'll move on to a different topic. But. Sure. What would you say was your most interesting client ever? Like, I, like I've had people in the past who've had like who have used their abilities to help like the cops find a missing child and stuff like that. Like, like what was your most interesting client? Well, I mean, there's a few of them. I, I've done that before as well. Um, I can't get into it too much, but I, I have done cases. It's more it's what was more psychic, where I was doing like a case of of something that happened to someone. 
Um, and we were trying to figure out who it was. So I was invited down to that property and things like that. But I can't get into into that too much. But oh, um, I mean, yeah, you don't you don't have to give details you can't give. That's fine. Um, I'm trying to think of of something that really stood out. Um, it's just a lot of confirmation. It's a lot of um, that's him. You know what I mean? Like that's him. That's definitely him. How did you know that? Um, but it's it's usually just like I can see the cool thing is I can see them, um, and you know that's amazing in itself. I think I know it's kind of vague, but don't have to be shocking for you. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, it's yeah, I, I could see that. But let's move over now to your other possession. Uh, profession because I've had multiple of these people on too and I, I find it interesting the whole idea of tarot reading mm-hmm. I mean my co-host of my other show can do it I've had a couple people on the show that can do it I've seen it live I've had it done live on this show and it's always it fascinates me like what got you into tarot because I, I mean usually tarot readers and psychics are like two separate things they usually don't combine too often well usually tarot readers and mediums are usually separate. What happened was the same uh, people that trained me in um, mediumship also had a, a tarot course. So uh, I'm like, oh, I'll take that too. I was like, I'll just take that. And I was like, oh, it's going to take me a while. I was already kind of studying, just studying the tarot before that, like maybe six months before. Um, so I took the when I took the course, like it just came really natural to me that to to use tarot and just remember like tarot is just a tool it's just a tool for psychics so that's all it really is as far as those cards um it's helping it's a tool to help the psychic or the intuitive um read the person all right that's all all it really is so i just think of it like that like um just think of it as a tool to um, for, for help. I like you, a lot of psychics don't. Some psychics use use them. Some don't. Um, but it's just a, it's basically just a tool. And you know the thing is like a lot of people like, especially if you're new clients like tarot reading, readings. But um, I find it does help, and I I enjoy reading reading the cards. It's visual. That's why that's why yeah. I would think new people like it. It's something they could right. see being done. Right. Versus. Exactly. Versus just hearing somebody tell them something like at first, like it's you gotta build that trust before you can just sit there and listen to somebody tell tell you things and actually believe yeah. in what they say about it. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's more it's, it can be a more of an experience maybe for for the client. Um, it helps me. I mean, if I if sometimes like if I'm not using tarot, what I do is I like basically go into a trance, and that's the way I do would do my. Um, do do a reading and basically in a trance um uh, getting information from spirit guides but even like when i'm doing even when i'm using the tarot cards i'm still communicating with my guides so i'm like basically i'm like if i look up that way i'm um don't like don't think i'm crazy like, i'm looking i'm like ta- legitimately talking to my guides up there and they're giving me the information so so it's uh it's just a different way to um to do a reading basically and it's right. fun. I, I just I like the cards, you know? Yeah, I mean, as someone who's had them done multiple, multiple times in this show, it is a very fun thing to be a part of. Like, it's 
you feel like you're playing a, if you're if you're the, if you're the one getting it done you feel like you're getting like they are like playing a game of cards almost in a way like it's, it's just about it's a luck yeah. it's a it's the luck of the draw which some people argue that's always fate no matter what card game you're playing it's always going to be fate drawing you that card but i don't know luck or fate either way it's still a pretty interesting thing and i respect it i really do i younger me did not respect it but me now yeah i 100% respect it I've seen it, I've seen enough stuff, and I've been told enough stuff with them where it's just like, okay, there's something to this. There's something. Yeah. So, and it also depends on the on like where the card falls. So each card has meaning to it. All right. Of course. Yeah. So, but it so it's gonna be it's it's not always the exact same meaning as the card, but it's gonna be something around there. But it sometimes it depends on where the card falls, the cards that it falls next to to tell that story. Um, and what I see, like I might see something in the card, like I don't always see, and then that just it just like pops in, you know. And then what I do is I just I then I communicate with my guys. Is that correct? If they say they usually say yes, you know what I mean. But sometimes they'll say no. I say all right, like or if they reshuffle or um, I ask them like what is it? You know what I mean? And then they'll tell me. You know, but it's something around the, that same meaning of the card. Um, so basically, when you shuffle, like the w- way I feel ab- about it, they'll tell me stop. Sh-, they'll say stop shuffling, or cards will just fall out. Or they'll tell me stop shuffling. Or they'll say middle of the deck, and I'll pull from the middle of the deck. They'll say bottom of the deck. So they're they're telling me like where what's in the cards basically. Interesting. And I saw you, I was looking at your website earlier today and I saw you do this and this interests me a lot. And I can't say the first word it right ever, but it's basically past life readings. Mm-hmm. The, the, I'm going I'm to try. The Akashic Record. Yeah. I don't know, but that, that pronounce that right? The Akashic <laughs> Record. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. I, I usually, I usually yeah. get that up a lot. But, um, which, I mean, that interests me always because I've had people who are past life regressionists on here before, and that's like all they do. And yeah. the idea of past lives, like I was supposed to have a reading done a long time ago by one of my guests, and it just never happened. I still, I keep saying I got a contact her, and it's been like a year. But I, I mean, it interests me. And the fact that you say you actually astral project to go to the Akashic Records, which mm-hmm. I know that was actually a place you can like, a dimension you can go to in a way. Right. So what it is, is a, um, at least the way I was taught it, there's a, a library. I could see the library. I travel to the library. All right. There's guards at the door of the library. Sometimes it's to ask, like, they want to know why I'm why I'm there. And there's all other, um, like, beings in there doing research in this library, right? So um, I have to explain to them why I'm there. Sometimes... This, a couple of times they said you caused trouble here in, in your past life. <laughs> like I was like, I'm not here to cause any trouble, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm here to read this person and show them their book of records. So then I'll basically travel into a hallway, into a room, and they'll show me a book. And I'll kind of go through the book. Well, I will go through I'll go through the book, and the book will show me images. Um, sometimes the book will be in like hieroglyphics or something like that, but I'll ask, ask for translation. Um, and I get the translation or I'll see images on each page of the book and just go through it. 
Um, and like sometimes past a lot of past life information comes up as well with that. Um, and it's, that's a really interesting reading. I, I asked to be, I mean, have you ever, do, I asked this to everybody who does this, but have you ever done one where it's actually like someone famous in history that these person was at one point? Um, not necessarily famous, but like really exciting things. Like they could have been a gangster. They could have been, uh, been doing magic in Egypt. They could have been like, I had one person who was a pimp, but then the next life they were like an accountant. It was, it was pretty cool. Well, pimp or account, you're good with money. So, right. right, right. So then they may, they may be the, the next life. They're poor. You know, it's like really interesting stuff that comes up in a past life reading. I mean, I, I, I gotta get one done. I gotta, cause I'm, I'm curious. Cause I mean, the whole idea of relationship contracts too, like the fact that we're destined to meet people each life and it's just like kind of preordained, prefaded. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone in your life, you, you sign your soul has signed a contract with their soul to, to play out a certain, um, uh, a certain role on earth. And uh, to learn something, to advance your soul. Um, now, you can change that contract at any time. Your higher self will, will really be doing it. Um, but um, a lot, like all, all of your, all of you, everyone that is in your life is already already agreed upon. In, in some way, there is a contract. Which makes sense, because it's funny. My ho- my co-host of my music podcast I do as well. Um, he's been on this show a bunch of times too. But people always say it seems like we were childhood friends, like that we've been friends that long, but we've really known each other like a year or a little bit over a year at this point. Yeah. So it's it, like I said, I said to someone the other day, I'm like, it's like our, it's like we were destined to meet before, like yeah. we ever met. And I'm, I mean, think about it. Like sometimes, like the people that your energy just seems like, why don't, why do I feel so like, um, so how do I say this? Like, so intrigued about this person or so like, um, like match, why do we match up so well? You know what I mean? With certain people, like you just hit it off. Like in other words, that could be relationship. That could be friendship. That could be like, you just have this, it's the same energy or something. And then other people, you're just like, eh, and they're probably just the same way. They're just, eh, you know what I mean? And they're meeting up with other people. So, um, that those are all contracts, you know, um, those are all contracts, even your enemies or whatever, if you do have enemies, you know, those are all, th- those are, those are, are, are contracts as well to learn things. You know what I mean? So it's really interesting. Yeah. It makes you wonder if like the Hatfield and McCoy, it's like whoever's, whoever descended from them, like spiritually, like. If they're still feuding to this day, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean the only other thing with that, like, and then the fa- the fact that you actually I never heard anybody say they can help you meet your spirit guides. Like I've heard like they, they'll have you talk to their guides, but I never heard they'll have you anybody actually say like, oh, I'll help you meet your spirit guides. Like that's oh, pretty yeah. unique. Yeah, you could do that too. It's like. Um... A lot of the readings I'm like communicating with my guides, um, but yes, um, there is a, a reading that I have where you can meet your own guides and communicate with them. 
which see that right because i've had so many psychics and mediums and reiki users including the one i meet like usually every other week to try to better my life right now it's a basically i it's a, it's a deal i have with her basically i advertise for her on my show and she is doing it for free but um like they always tell me like you there's something you have something that's trying to reach you you have something that's trying to connect with you mm-hmm. but you you're it's blocked and it can't get through mm-hmm. and I mean, they tell me meditate, but I'm like, I'm not good at meditating. I don't have, my brain doesn't stop moving. (laughs) Like, I can't just sit there and meditate. Like, it's just not something I've ever been able to do. Like, I'm constantly doing something. Yeah, that's okay. Like, as far as meditation goes, like, I just want to touch on that quickly. Um, As long as you are, like, going through the process of meditation, doing the breathing, and even if thoughts come in, that's okay. Um, it's still going to get you into a higher vibration. Um, it's more like you're, what, what's happening is people judge themselves. Because I teach meditation too. Like I have a, a, a client that was like, he just judges himself as far as thinks he's not doing it. No, you're actually doing it. You're just like trying too hard. So it's like less trying and um, just like letting go kind of type thing for meditation. But yeah, I mean, um, that guide is probably trying to get through to you. Even if you can't see the guide, even if you can't, um, you know, get that far into a meditation per se, like quote unquote, um, that's okay. Um, even, if you do, even if you do a meditation just to kind of clear your mind a little bit, slow the thought down, uh, concentrate on the present moment, like it's all in the present moment, you'll get the download. You'll get the download from your guide or your higher. Maybe they'll give it to your higher self, and your higher self will just download the information to you. Interesting. Yeah. But yoga, though, like that's the thing I don't see is like, how does yoga tie into it all? Because I mean, to most people, yoga is just something that like mothers do, like milfs do and stuff. Like it's yeah. not like, <laughs> like yeah, yes, there there are plenty of guys that do it too. I know that. I'm not stupid, but it's just. Like I, as a bigger guy, I never would see myself like going like I'm going to a yoga class. Like it's just not something right. I ever say. <laughs> There's so many different types of yoga. Um, the yoga I do is Kundalini yoga, um, which is a little bit different. It's very, it's more spiritual. It's more. Um, how do I say this? Like, is more than going into poses? There's some poses, but it's it's a little. It's just different. It's a different type of yoga, and it moves an energy. Um, it moves kundalini energy from your vagus nerve um, up through your chakras all the way up uh, to the divine. So um, it's a little bit different. And when you come out of kundalini yoga, it's you just feel absolutely fantastic. And there's meditations included um, in, in, in kundalini yoga as well. Um, lots of meditations. Um the way I do it sometimes, I'll like I'll go really I'll actually go deep into meditation, give the person some information, uh, downloads that I get. That's the way I do it. Um, but it's a little bit different than like power yoga, for example, or I don't know um, some of some of the other types. <laughs> yeah, makes makes sense. I mean, it's not the it's not the typical type of yoga you would find in a uh, yoga shop, a yoga shop for or a yoga. Correct. It's it's not. Go, 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 go. It's, yeah. It's not. It's not. 
which it's that's that's cool. That is cool because I mean there should be there should be different types, honestly. Because I ain't going to, I ain't going in no room and doing downward dog with like thirty people around me. I'm good. <laughs> I am so good on that. But all right, well, let me ask you this because I like to ask this to anybody that's on the spiritual realm, no matter what their profession may be. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of talk over the last year or so about a spiritual awakening that's been happening for a while now and has been growing on earth. Mm-hmm. And the question I like to ask about though is I've heard multiple different dates for when it started. And I like to kind of like almost poll all my spiritual people about it. Mm-hmm. And the dates I commonly get are 2012, 2013 and 2015. Those are the three dates. Those are the three years I typically get. Mm-hmm. 2013 is a newer, a newer additive. I had one person actually say that, but yeah, if you notice 2012, if you notice it, um, there was like a change. You know what I mean? There was a change in 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 people's perception of things. 2012, 2013, around that time, um, I did notice a change with many people, but also like 2008. Um, so I think it's gradual, and like when you look at the divine, when you look at spiritual, like spirit, when you go to the higher realms, there's no time. That's just something we constructed, but I think collectively, like because you're talking about collectively, I think those those dates do make sense. Um, I mean, just as my as far as myself, I started going down rabbit holes around that time um into different things around 2008 2012 um 2020 definitely you know um Mm -hmm. but you know it's good to go down those rabbit holes and try to figure out like what's going on and and know that there's something else going on but i would advise not to get too attached to that because um at some point it can become like not beneficial for you you know like, it's, it's good to know that these things are going on, um, these different types of things that may be going on. Um, but at the end of the day, you're in control of your own reality. It's, it's, it's you. It's your world. It's your reality. So, you know, you know it, and then that's it. Like, the, uh, you know, some people get, like, too much with it, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's there's definitely has been an awakening, and... I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is almost about because, I mean, mm. part of that is paranormal becoming the new normal. Yeah. The, the government admitting things like there's right. an awakening, awakening around the whole globe of people realizing there's more out there than they ever thought there was. And we, we, don't, we, we don't know about it yet. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, look at like just recently, like um, it's coming out like in the news, UFOs, and people are more like... Um, more believing in uh, UFOs and, and, and things like that. Um, more open to spirituality the last couple of years, for sure. You yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm in the I'm in the business now, kind of with this podcast for it. But I mean, right? I, I there are people I went people I grew up girls I grew up with are now doing tarot card readings online, and I never saw that day coming. Like girls I went to church with, for God's sakes, and were like yeah. hardcore like church girls. Right, like it's just it's intense, and the fact that they can kind of hold their faith but still do these type of things, like it just shows that the mind shift of the world is 
on a paradigm changing. Like absolutely, absolutely, because they, you know, they made that shift from religion, and they 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 may have realized that you know the way I look at it, each religion has something to bring to the table of the truth, right? So they may have came to that as well, to that truth. Um, and, you know, there was a cross between, they, because they were already religious, they were probably spiritual. You know what I mean? They were already spiritual, but they didn't know anymore. So they advanced, um, they moved forward to know more and learn more and do more. Which makes sense. Well, actually, it's funny you said that because I kind of was going to ask about this eventually, but I guess I could do it now. Um, what, as a as someone on the spiritual plane, what do you think of extraterrestrials? Like, what? what oh, like, do you believe? I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent believe in extraterrestrials. You know, um, but do you think they're actually from space and actually extra, extraterrestrials, or are they ultra terrestrials coming from different dimensions? Both, both. So um, I know a lot of them are from different dimensions, like, you know, we have Palladians, Reptilians, Larians, all that, all, all, of, all of them, um, all the galactic beings uh, going up through the different dimensions. Um, yeah, some of them are from our dimension, some are interdimensional um, as well. Um, so like it's, it's all out, like in other words, it's all out there. Anything you can think of, it's out there. Mm, it's it's interesting. I, uh, it's all and, it's all happening. <laughs> and I actually have a previous guest as well, uh, Vincent Field, who wrote a book about astral projecting and lucid dreaming. And oh. so he he kind of filled me in some of his details about like different trips he's taken, kind of while projecting. So yes. kind of curious. Any interesting stories from when you're astral projecting that like about creatures you met or different creatures basically yeah i mean i um yeah I have, a, I have a few of them i have a few of them um i'm going to tell you one of them since we're talking about ets i was had actually projected an experience where reptilians tried to put me on um they tried to capture me on their ship they captured me on their ship they tried to put me on a table but i was able to break loose of um the restraints of the table um, and just basically what I did was I ran, uh, out, like past them. I don't remember. I must've hit, like hit one of them or something, but like I, I ended up like, having powers through my eyes where I was able to, um, break the ship open. And then I, I went back out into space and through my eyes, like almost like Superman, like blasted the ship with my, um, you know, with like laser beams coming from my eyes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty. That that would make me probably not want. To, I don't know. Would that make me want to astral project more or not astral project? I can't tell you. But. <laughs> I mean. I mean. I kept doing it. I mean, it's like there's a lower astral. There's you know astral projection. A lot can happen. You know. Um, I've met with. Um, Jesus astral projecting in a pod, like a space pod. Um, and basically, he wanted me to, he wanted me to go down into, um, 
down to earth and try to like heal earth. You know what I mean? Heal the United States a couple of different times. Heal the United States, heal, heal, heal Russia, heal, do this, do that. Um, on a couple of different trips. And he had me go to this. I'm not even going to mention the politician because I don't like to get political, but, um, he wanted me to go like try to heal this politician. When I went to go heal this politician, right? The politician was filled with AI. The politician was all filled with like computer inside. I couldn't heal him. All right. Now I really wish you wouldn't even. Would <laughs> I have suspicions, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, exactly. try, I try to I try to keep politics off this show as well, so I'm fine with that. I mean You know why I do? I used to get really political, Jeremy, but like it, it causes such a division and I want everyone to like be able to use my services and feel comfortable working with me because I, I'm like I wanna help everybody, you know what I mean? Not everybody, exactly. but I I I don't wanna I don't want there to be a division. I want people to figure this stuff out on their own. And that's why I don't I don't get I don't get um, political anymore. But that was an interesting experience. Um, it, it sounds like something out of a movie almost. Like that's how interesting yeah, it is. But yeah, but uh, hello, Charlie. Charlie, I, I I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. But uh, glad you're watching. But when you astral project, how many other dimensions would you say there are? Because I've heard different numbers. I mean, I'm, there's, I, there's, there's, there's multiple, multiple, multiple. Um, I don't have the trying, exact, I don't have the exact number, but I'm trying to think of what I was told before. I want, for some reason, I want to say 18 or 36, but I'm not positive. Something like that, yeah. I mean, it starts like right from God, and there's different dimensions that go down, like like right from like right from source. You know what I mean? And then it just goes, comes down. Not that there's any up or, up or down either, but. Yeah, which I mean, I've been, oh, I'm sorry. Shaylee, yes, <laughs> sorry about that. But I mean, I feel, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't believe in that there's actually like a heaven or hell, at, at least as, as religion describes it. Right, correct. I, That's they're true. just diff- I agree if, they exi- if they exist, they're just different dimensions and your experience there may be it may be a dimension where your experience is kind of modified to you like VR kind of or AR like. Yeah. So if you feel like unempowered, even as a spirit, just like a human, you're going to be in a, like a lower dimension, maybe though the lower astral or something where things where you think you need to feed off humans or you think you need to feed off other people. And you're just like in misery because of that. You know what I mean? So that maybe that's hell, but it's your own, it's your own making, you know what I mean? Like you can get out of that, yeah, as a spare as well, you know, and travel to higher dimensions. Like we're in th- the third, third dimension. And we have the fourth dimension, which the way I understand the fourth dimension is like more like the lower astral. Then we have the fifth dimension, and the set, you know, and it goes up and up and up. But which Shaylee says she was in heaven for three days when she was nineteen, which I would love to hear that story, Shaylee. If just saying, uh, feel free to contact me, but. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just. Well, I, I guess believe... it all depends on how you define heaven. Like heaven could be the, the highest of all dimensions, where it's like pure peace, love, joy, and just everything is, you know, really good spirits. Like at the um, Christ consciousness is there. You know what I mean? So maybe that's where you know maybe she went. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, there's, and then again, it could all, I mean, just to throw out the wild card here, what if we're living in a matrix? And what if we're seeing what we believe and what we want to see because that's the way the matrix design is designed that we, when we pass, our consciousness goes to where we want to be until they're ready to put us into a new program or a new body, wherever you want to put it. Well, I would the way I would look at that, that would be, I mean, I think we are in a matrix that um, maybe on Earth in 3D maybe is more controlled by not so friendly, not, not uh, some beings that don't have our best interests, but maybe mm. you're correct. Maybe that's God's matrix. <laughs> maybe that's just God's matrix. The atheist in my teenage and 20s would have totally <laughs> been down with that and rocking out to some cradle of filth while shouting that. But <laughs> the older me questions it is, and of course, uh, yeah, I don't know. But it's just, it's a wormhole in a wormhole. That's all it really is. But Shaylee says, the love there cannot be present here. I don't believe it was pure, unfucked, unfucked with, I'm sure that was meant to be. There were no negative feelings there. Right. And I, I can give an example of that as well. The first time I astral traveled, I went to different spirit worlds. I met with three guides and they gave me a tour of the universe. Um, and I went to a land of flowers. I went to, um, I flew around space and um, they, they showed me how to fly in space. And then we went on these golden, these golden hoverboards uh, through space. Um, and I'll tell you, I felt nothing but pure, pure love, like pure love that you can, I never felt it before. Like I never felt it on earth. Um, it was absolutely amazing. And even when I got back from that particular time, that was my, the first time I did it. Um, you know, it took me, it, it took me time to adjust here on earth um, just because you could do anything there. But it was like pure love. It was like uh, such a feeling of joy that you can't even put words to. Sounds incredible. And Shay Lee says, long story short, she ended her life and was in a coma on a ventilator for three days. And she was giving a choice to come back or not, which I've heard of that before. I've had any experience on this podcast who said he was given the choice and he debated it with a shadowy figure in a light doorway for many days. Gotcha. No, it makes a lot so. of sense. And, uh, you know, I 100% um, believe that's true. Yeah, I've. I've had enough NDE experiences on the show where I can, but that's kind of, the amount of different experiences I've had and the different stories they've had. It kind of makes me think it's come somehow a tailored afterlife like that. It's not, not, it's not generic. Everybody gets the same thing. You're going here, you're going there. It's tailored to what, yeah, a mix of what, a mix of what you believe in and a mix of what you think you deserve. I would agree with that. Which is why I've been saying I'm not going to hell since I was a teenager. Because it's what you believe. <laughs> right. Right. If you think, oh, I deserve to go to hell because I um, I did this, this, and this, you're probably not going to have the best experience after you pass. But Yeah, I mean, if, if you think you're going to go to a fiery lake and... It's like <laughs> you're saying, you're telling the universe that's where I want, you're telling, you're telling, you know, source, that's where I want to go, you know? Um, but of course, you can get out of that too while, when you're there, you know. 
because I've traveled to not like anything like that, but like lower astrals places um, by accident. And I was like, oh, I, I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? It's like easy. To, it's not that hard to get out of. But I guess it's your mindset, right? Or your your um, belief system as a soul. Exactly. I mean, it's what you believe, I think. I mean, whether it's controlled by extraterrestrials, ultraterrestrials, some type of God, I mean, who knows? I mean, it, that's the debate at the end of the day is who controls it all. It definitely Something definitely exists, but it's who controls it and who makes it work. And or is it just, was it always there and it always be there? Like, I don't, I, I certainly don't know. And I don't think anybody really does. And it's just yeah. one of those things. I mean, what my intuition is telling me is like, there's source, which is God. And then it all goes down from there. And it's all, every God is like everything. And there's all types of creations and it's all like what you want to experience even as a soul. Um, and if you want to go to the highest of all dimensions and be with, you know, angels and things like that, I, I believe, uh, I believe that's possible. Yep. And, um, well, let's get to this real fast. Shaylee said she agrees with us that people create their own hell because they can't do the healing work necessary to believe they deserve any different, which that sums up 100% to me. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, if you, the real question of all this, of course, always is do dogs go to heaven? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, they, they better. My, yeah, my, they two do. my, my two mastiffs, when they pass, better be there when I get there. Absolutely. So, that's all I'm saying. I want to. I want to go to them somewhere where they don't need surgery to eat something. <laughs> but um, it's just like Earth. Like think about Earth, right? You can create your own heaven and hell right in Earth if you want. You know. I mean, but it's true. It, it, it's in a, a way. I mean, it's a little different, but it, it's a little different because I mean, to really do that, you need the money because everything on Earth is controlled by paper, and that's part right. of the problem. Right. Right. You can't, you can't just get anything you want. Trust me, I would have a real podcast for you if that was the case. But, but That's I mean, true. Just, I should say you can create a really positive experience on Earth or you can create a really negative experience. So, Yeah, you make your life what you want to make it. That's the Ooh. bottom freaking line. Absolutely. Oh, and Shaley says that she believes that she was speaking to God when given her choice. And it's hard to explain because she doesn't remember faces and she didn't feel as feel it but it's as if this being had all the pain and there in his eyes shielding us from it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which i mean i i don't know i tend to believe in old gods like mm -hmm. the egyptian greek roman yep. all those aztec take your pick but i mean I believe in those, whether they were extraterrestrial or something else, I don't know. But they definitely existed, I think, and they still exist. Oh yeah. But they could they could be walking this plane in mortal form mm -hmm. and just living their life living a new life. Absolutely. Or they could be in some other plane that we don't have access to. Right. Absolutely. Yep. I mean when I mean a lot of people people that pray to God, I pray to freaking Odin. I'll pray to Zeus, like whatever strikes me that whatever God's name is in my head that moment, I'll pray right. to. Right. And I'll like if I want to make a sale at work, I'll pray to Odin and let this happen. Right. Like right. and eight out of ten times it does. So yeah. I mean, I'm doing something right. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So, you know, God um, or source or whatever you want to call it speaks through like, uh, um, you know, angels and speaks through like um, gods and goddesses like Odin, um, you know, Bridget, you know, things, and, and, and some of the old like Zeus and some of the old gods and goddesses. You know, so that's the way I like look at it, you know, and like that's like just pure joy coming through them or pure like information you know if i that, that's the way that's kind of the way i look at it so um not to take away from her truth or anything i i you know i i just don't believe that god like the, when you look at god like to me it's source energy that can never be created or destroyed it's pure, you know pure love and then that energy can make any form that they want um, or, you know, it comes down from source that, you know, to different souls and it all, it all comes down. So, so God is like everything, everything is God. And Shaylee has a question, actually. She says, Bridget, which I kind of was going to ask you about that anyway, because I never heard that God name. Uh, uh, Bridget's a, um, Irish, um, goddess. Um, mm. who was also a saint. They made her Saint Bridget after, but um, she's an old uh, uh, Celtic um, goddess. Oh, okay. That okay. That, that kind of sounds familiar now. I, <laughs> I'm like, I know I, Irish Irish deities are one of my lesser known topics. I'm, I'm I mean, Cacolan. Uh, like that's the only like real Irish god I ever heard of was Cacolan. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, some of the more, like, you have, like, um, like Egyptian gods and goddesses, Greek gods and goddesses, Irish gods, Celtic gods and goddesses, um, you know, like, Isis, I mean, for Egyptian, Isis, you know, some people like to, to work with Isis, um, oh, I've, Horus, I, you know. I had a speaker of Epithet, why am I forgetting the name? Uh, Tefnut. I had a speaker of Tefnut on the show before who believed he was a basically a embodied spirit for Tefnut. Oh, wow. Which, I don't know how far I'll take that, but I mean, it's right. just he believed it, so I'll talk, I talked to him about it, and interesting, man. But, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I there's gotta be, the thing I always say to everybody is, there's gotta be more out there than we realize, and I used to be atheist 100% believing there's nothing out there in my angsty teenage early 20s but I'm definitely have been agnostic for a while now because there's something out there mm -hmm. I just don't know what and yeah. until, I see until I see proof I can't believe anything because I need I need the proof I need to be I need to see something I need to hear something something has to happen yeah so I find that like a lot of atheists like I, so the definition of atheist is like they don't believe you just die and there's nothing that nothing else happens, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I find a lot of atheists I talk to even during like readings and stuff. I was like, well, do you believe in source? Do you believe in gods and goddesses? And like they're like, yeah, I believe in energy. And I was like, all right. So I never, I, I never come up and say, well, you're not an atheist then. But I just like leave it as at that, you know? Yeah. Um. But I just think. I think there's so much out there that it's all like to me, like it's all true. So all these realities are true. If you can imagine it, it's true. And in some reality, somewhere on in the multiverse. 
I was just, just going to say, so I'm guessing you believe in that there's a multiverse out there or where yes. there's multiple versions of us living different lives just by millimeters or centimeters off. Yes. Yep. I do. Okay. Well, the multiverse media out there that's rich. Can we trade lives, please? <laughs> but, oh, well, this has been an amazing conversation and definitely a fun episode where can people where can people find you where can they find your services just promote yourself to the fullest yeah absolutely so you can find me my website is uh www.intuitivevisions.org um i'm also easy to find on instagram and my handle is at intuitivevisions 401 um i'm on facebook um william patrick and I, sometimes I think you might have to look under uh, either Providence, Rhode Island or North Providence, Rhode Island. Then you can find me. I'm on TikTok at, intu- at Intuitive Visions. Um, and I have a multitude of, of different types of readings. Um, you know, uh, tarot, mediumship, past life, Akashic Records, spirit guide readings. Um, I, I do healings as well. Um and um yeah check out my website look me up and um i'd be happy to um do a reading for you and any or any of my services and you're completely welcome shaylee thank you thank you for watching we appreciate it thank you and of course everybody who listens to this podcast knows you can find me on facebook as paranormal and normal slash maniacal music musings podcast with s facebook group need to use that name soon um, you can find me on Twitter and the gram as that juggle bastard on TikTok as that juggle bastard podcast and on YouTube as paranormal and normal or on YouTube as blind knowledge network where this is streaming right now, blind knowledge network. And this is also streaming on Paracost network on Facebook. Both networks are always looking for new vodcasts or podcasts to come join. If you have one and you are looking for a network, come check out either. We're always, both are looking for every kind of podcast available. So until next time, though, listeners, I should be back next week with a couple interviews, I believe, or maybe another one-on-one bracket next week. If maybe I don't think so, but maybe. But I want to thank Will for coming on. It's been a fun show, and Thanks. can't wait for my listeners to hear this. And we will catch you all next time. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you.